0: All right, for some reason, I had my studio monitors on at the same time, so I was just like wondering, where the hell am I listening to that loud noise of yours? Like, I'm making a loud noise? No, 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 no. It's just like I was list- I'm was i listening for your headphones, but then I got my other two monitors on the side as well that, that was projecting. I forgot to turn it down, the volume. Okay, I got you. That's so in my headphones, I was l- listening to you very loud. I'm like, whoa, very projective, are we? very protective profound voice you have (laughs) (laughs) so man um how's it going man what's cracking uh not much man i'm just
1: just chilling here uh got my fucking wisdom teeth pulled on friday it's kind of in some pain (laughs) but yeah other than that just chilling man how are you today
0: Oh, man, my day has been going well. Just chilling, just catching up on some animes and shit and whatnot, man. And the other room, my bro- my brother brought some friends and they're watching the Super Bowl right now. So it's like, ah, okay, cool.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, that's what my parents are doing. Uh, I actually live with my parents there in the living room, like doing like a whole little watch party or whatever. Yeah. Do you,
0: do you really care about the Super Bowl? You're like, eh?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't really follow football like that, but the Super Bowl is, like, the only, like, interesting game, I guess. Like, the playoff season and, like, the, uh, the Super Bowl are, like, the most interesting in the season, I guess, you know? Right.
0: So you really don't care about, you know, about the game overall? It's just like, hey, the championship, uh, let's go, and that's it.
1: Yeah, uh, I could, I don't really care.
0: Oh, okay. Do you, do you actually watch any other uh, sports? Uh, I like soccer. Uh, I don't like follow
1: it too deeply, but it's it's the most exciting sport to watch, in my opinion.
0: Really, that's very interesting. Yeah, <laughs> uh, why 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 is that? I don't
1: know. It just you know, like watching the game, it's there's just a lot of like high energy. You never really know what can happen, and I I really love the FIFA games. Like even not being a soccer fan, I fucking mm. love FIFA. You know, so and the World Cup, like enough said. Just there, <laughs> you know, like the World Cup's like one of the funniest times of the years. Whenever right. it's actually.
0: What's what's like your favorite um soccer player and team overall? If you had to choose one,
1: I guess my favorite player would have to be uh, Messi, just because of the his like feats and you know like watching him play, he's fucking crazy of a player. You know, like he's always been one of the best, if not the best, in our current like uh I don't know what the word I'm looking for like current day and age. I guess yeah. Uh, team um. I don't really know. Honestly, I guess Barcelona just because they're they're like the number you, one. Yeah, they're usually like at the top and they have the best stats on FIFA, I
0: guess. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's I could not get into FIFA for the life of me. And it, it's because I'm a very sore loser.
1: <laughs> yeah, depending on who you play with, it's kind of it's rough, you know, like especially like being if you like you say you're a sore loser, like me personally, I'd be talking talking shit the whole
0: time. <laughs> Oh, dude, every time I play around with somebody, even someone that's average, I always, like, lose up or some shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this, bro? Why the yeah. fuck can't I do this? What? Why am I doing that? What? How are you doing <laughs> this? Why can't I attack at you? I'm going faster than... Nope, 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 no. Nope, nope. There's no chance in hell. I always lose. Like, I never got into it. It's like, ah, fuck this shit. I'm gonna stick yeah. to the regular shit.
1: <laughs> I feel you, man. It's a, it's a challenge. Like I said, especially depending on who you play with.
0: Now, do you actually play other video games besides FIFA? Or is it just like strictly FIFA overall and that's it? Uh, at the moment,
1: I really only play Call of Duty. Because mm. uh, uh, honestly, that's all that fits on my damn PlayStation. I have a one terabyte on my PS5. And Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, and Warzone take up like 300 gigabytes of yeah! that space. What? For whatever reason, I... That's beyond me, but it's, like, what me and the homies enjoy playing, you know? So the only games I have on my PS5 are Modern Warfare slash Warzone, uh, Call of Duty Vanguard, and the Avengers game. Like, I cannot fit anything else on there. So are that's, you that's those...
0: serious?
1: Yeah, that, that's really all I play.
0: Dude, that's fucking insane. Five 300 gigabytes? that game alone
1: yeah dude it's it's ridiculous like i saw it the other day the game itself takes like 260 gigabytes and then they had like a 110 gigabyte update and i was just like what the fuck i actually i went like two and a half weeks without even playing the game because i would just refuse to download this ridiculous update and I just kinda focused more on like making music and I it kinda helped. Honestly, it less distractions, you know. But mm. naturally I see, saw the homies playing every day and I wanted to play and I was like, oh fuck it. I'll just download it. Right. Yeah. I actually just downloaded the dub date like two days ago. <laughs> uh,
0: Dawn by Daylight?
1: Uh what what do you I've heard of the game. I've never played it.
0: Oh, I mean I mean I mean the the game itself, Dawn by Daylight? Or is it like an actual expansion from the Call of Duty thing? Oh
1: yeah, it's like have you ever played Warzone?
0: I play all the Call of Duties. I just don't play the multiplayer. Not since oh, okay. Modern Warfare 2 or Black Ops 1. I, I'm, I'm more of a campaign driven person. Like, I'm more focused on campaign and stuff. And when they became more more focused on multiplayers and shit, that's where I started to care less about the multiplayer and more on the campaign. And that's it. Yeah, that's fair. Um...
1: I mean, I personally love multiplayer. I like being like toxic with my friends, you know. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: but uh, but recently it's just been more about Warzone, just because my friends kind of outgrew the Mo- Modern Warfare multiplayer, and for whatever reason they like refuse to buy Vanguard. They all kind of swear that it's like a terrible game, but it's literally almost the exact same as Modern Warfare, just with like different guns and maps.
0: I mean, that's exactly what I've heard with vanguard that it's just a horrible game overall from call of duty and that uh, it's just back in the past again you know with old school guns
1: yeah i mean once you move
0: past that aspect of it
1: like i i personally was like why would they do this you know like yeah. how many world war Two games have we had from call of duty already you know yeah but it's it's fun once you get past it like I had the same attitude honestly like I'm not gonna lie I was just like oh fuck this game I'm not gonna buy it and eventually one day I just got kind of bored and was like you know what let me try it and I I have fun on it like it's really fun to me I wish my friends would play it but they'll refuse they'll be like yeah yeah yeah. so it gets it gets boring in that aspect I'll play a few matches by myself and I'm just like well this sucks I wish I had my friends with me
0: are there a lot of people active when you're when you're playing on Vanguard oh yeah yeah. Mm. yeah there's a
1: shitload of people that play that game
0: oh that's interesting, you know? Well, I mean, have you heard of the news that a new Modern Warfare game is coming this year? Yeah. Uh, I don't.
1: I hadn't ever seen, like, the article or anything where it
0: was, like, confirmed,
1: but I saw people on Twitter say that that was confirmed and that uh, Warzone 2 is confirmed, whatever that means. I guess, like, the new iteration of Warzone.
0: I don't know about Warzone. I just heard from Mantic, shout out to him, um, saying that, yo, yeah, um, Activision confirmed about the new the sequel to the to the reboot of Modern Warfare. So it's yeah that's what yeah, I, I heard about that. I'm so, pretty excited for that. Yeah I'm excited too. I hope I hope that is as good or better than the than the reboot, you know? Because the reboot actually I was actually very intrigued and the and the animation was just flawless, you know?
1: Yeah. Did did you play the, the campaign on uh, that one?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I loved it. I loved it. I loved the, I loved the voice actors. I love the, the animation. The story, it was actually pretty good compared compared to other campaign stories for other Call of Duty games. It was kind of that most of them is just rehashed. This one's actually it was very fresh. And yeah, dude, there was there were times in which there's there were decision making times in which you had to decide whether you do this or not, and then whatever happens, it'll ultimately affect your ending. You know? Yeah, I've
1: only gotten like maybe like six missions into that. That campaign, but I do remember like for I think it's like the very first or the second mission Like it gives you the option to like shoot, uh, when you're like breaching and clearing. Yeah for That mission where you can like shoot that lady or like with her kid or whatever. Like.
0: Yes. Yeah, that one yeah. the 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 safe house. Yeah The same yeah that mission.
1: one that one like blew my mind Like I I didn't mean to like light this lady up and I just walked in and kind of like sprayed her <laughs> and they were like They're just like ignore it. Let's go. And I yeah. was like damn What did I just do?
0: Dude, that was one of my favorites because there was just so multiple ways to just to get in. It w- it wasn't just like one way. There's like more than one way to get in and then execute everything silently or just go guns blazing all around. Yeah, it's pretty cool how they did that like. It tricks you on your mind as well. It's like it tricks you going like um should I actually shoot you or should I like like uh, uh, what yeah, should I do? Kinda- what should I do?
1: That was my dilemma, and then I just ended up blasting most of them.
0: Yeah, I mean, if we if you played before the No Russian mission from the old games, then you know you you can do you can survive with this one.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: That As a kid, I I
1: was probably like in my teens when that originally came out. No Russian, like I was just like stunned, but at the same time I was just having fun blasting through the airport. You know,
0: <laughs> I my if I remember correctly, I I didn't, It's not that I want to have a soul. It's just like I know it's a game. Like I know yeah. it's a video game. Like when that happened, I just went along, just like, oh, okay, shit. All right, gotta kill everybody. That's yeah. part of the game. <laughs> I cannot cannot blow up my cover. Can they cannot know this? Yeah. Uh, but I, I but I wasn't feeling like anyway. It was it, it's fucked up, but that's the whole point. Like it's rated T or rated M for mature. It's not meant for teenagers or kids, you know, to play this game, you know. Yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, it was it was it was wild well back then. It, didn't feel about it but for some reason now i felt more more compelling when i'm doing those um warehouse missions in which is like do i kill you do i not like what is going on yeah exactly so i'm i'm just hoping that it gets like to that level expectation or even higher and i also hope hope that they actually bring the remaster version of modern warfare free
1: I hope so too. I hope they include multiplayer in that. I saw rumors that it was only going to be like the remastered campaign of Modern Warfare 2. But I'd, I'd love to play the multiplayer on that with like the new reboot as well. Like that'd be pretty cool if they did like a double
0: drop kind of thing. For me, I think that was like the best multiplayer maps I've ever played in my life. You know, that's why I was so intrigued. Like the whole favela um, map and shit, uh, the desert storm as well. Like every, it was just so it was just so amazing you know yeah i loved that game i
1: i can't imagine how many hours i spent on that game like when i was in middle school like that was such a good game that was actually like the first call of duty that i actually got good at i played the original modern warfare Mm -hmm. but i I was just terrible at it because naturally it was literally like my first first person shooter you know but it was just kind of fun that i was like dude i gotta get good at this and i just spent the time like Playing and playing and playing, and then Modern Warfare Two dropped, and I was actually really fucking good at it. Like quick scoping on that game was so fun. Just running around with an intervention, intervention, scoping everybody.
0: Like, good times, man. Oh hell yeah, uh, yeah. Modern Warfare Four was probably one of the one of the probably Modern Warfare, you know, in Call of Duty Four slash you know, probably was one of the best shooters that games I've ever played in my PlayStation Three. Honestly, did you ever
1: play a uh, Battlefield games?
0: Do you like I, did. I did. I did. I I played um some of the battlefield games. Um, I feel like my favorite ones were Bad Company.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to bring up is yeah. Bad Company. Like those games were honestly probably my favorite game on the PS3. Like those games were flawless. Everything about it was fun.
0: I agree. Like I love Bad Company One and Two, bro. It was just so it it has a little bit of everything, you know. It, like it has the, the whole shooting aspect, and then it has a little comedic relief, and then. And a lot of action about it. It's just like it's 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 yeah. It, it was just like one of the best they battlefield they ever done before. They just went straight with three and four and one and two and shit and I don't know the
1: direction it went. I mean, it was cool. Uh, I enjoyed like three and four and a little bit of one. But like if they would have stuck with that like style of gameplay, I think it would have been like way more successful than what it is now.
0: I agree that it was actually pretty good. Um, in three or four, I enjoyed it pretty much as well. It was, it was. I wouldn't say that it was like it was like as great as um Call of Duty, but I fairly enjoy it. Now I will say that the multiplayer maps of Battlefield way better and versatile than the ones in Call of Duty because there were there was like so many things that you could have done in in those maps that you couldn't do in Call of Duty.
1: Naturally, I mean, it, it had like a higher play count, player count, I believe, as well. So it kind of like had to have like these big. Maps, like open, uh, open maps, yeah,
0: and and the fact that you were able to take any vehicles around you, like just go for it, ban You're you're flying a fucking helicopter, or you're on a fucking tank, or a heart whatever you got, and like you don't have that. In, you didn't have that per se in Call of Duty. Is Call of Duty was more about the kill streaks. If you get a certain kill streaks, you can call for backup. Some of them you can actually play around but in battlefield there are times that you don't really need a kill so if you find a fucking tank you just use it and start busting everybody's ass after that
1: yeah and like when they had that like destruction 2.0 thing like if you had a tank you just take everybody's building down yeah level whatever (laughs) area you're in
0: yeah, exactly. So, like, at that aspect, I can I can see like, okay, the multiplayer maps from there. That's why there was like such a big divide and conquer when it comes to like, no Battlefield's better, no COD is better because because of that, I, you know, Battlefield was just much more bigger overall, yeah. you know, and COD maps was just like on a smaller scale, and you had to stick in, around there. But then over years, it's just COD got getting better i mean after black ops black ops was phenomenal to me i love the black ops as well the original or yeah the original the original yeah. the original one and two Three was just like a little bit off from me it was like eh, you derailed yourself from the original cast so i was like eh. and then they brought it back with caught with cold war but it was more of a eh. like yeah we're there but we're not really there
1: yeah i think the idea of cold war was cool but like the execution like it felt like i was playing black ops on the ps3 like on a next gen console
0: yeah basically i didn't like the whole part that it was just buggy and laggy all the time you know
1: yeah and such like low resolution graphics like yeah what you
0: yeah i mean stuff that you wouldn't expect for 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 a call Duty again is that i might as well get the ps4 version and play it on my ps5 you know it's gonna be like this
1: yeah exactly so I, I really i played it for like a week heavily and then i was like oh now i see what everyone hates about this game and uh, I, I just went straight back to modern warfare
0: yeah that's exactly what everybody has told me is like yeah we played it and then Modern warfare warzone again you know that that's it and it's been yeah. stuck with that since then you know yeah
1: warzone still popping Modern Warfare's still popping like uh, didn't that game come out in like 2018 2019 and it's still like <laughs> like flooded servers like Everyone's always
0: playing yeah. that shit. Yeah, it did come up like 2018 or 2019, something around there.
1: Yeah, and it's still a very relevant game. So they they knew what they were doing with that one.
0: Hope, hope they actually uh, don't don't make the same mistakes that they do with sequels. You know, because they 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 oversell on one. It's like oh shit, okay we can do it. Let's try new things on the second one. And then it just like, I hope not, but
1: I I have faith in them, especially with the way this one did. Like, like I just said, it's still very relevant. So I I have no doubt that the next one is going to be at least decent enough to play for the next year and not like a, a cold war game where you're like, Oh, this fucking sucks. Like, let's go back to the other game.
0: Yeah. I'll be very disappointed if they actually go back again to a cold war type shit, you know, like nah, bro. Like I did not spend $60 for this shit. Yeah.
1: or or the future i really hope they don't go in the future either like i think modern era warfare is like where it's at as far as these games are concerned
0: yeah when they went with um advanced warfare and uh, and the other one there was another one that was very futuristic shit i totally forgot
1: uh i know what you're talking about like they were like in
0: space almost yeah exactly because there was the one that that the kevin spice spicy w- was there yeah
1: yeah yeah where they had like this they i think they had the jetpacks and all those games yeah they had
0: they had the jetpacks and all that and then you got the black ops free and then you got the the one in space where they had the guy from game of thrones in there
1: yeah i, I don't remember what it was called but i know exactly which
0: yeah you're i i totally forget. i know there were old warfares i just i one of them was advanced warfare i just didn't know, i don't know the other one but yeah those were yeah, the space one was horrible. Like even the, even the story itself was just like, eh, like yeah. eh, like, did we really have to go this futuristic? You know, overall, like yeah. what, like the way they did it on Black Ops Two was actually pretty good because they tied the whole storyline with what happened in Black Ops into into this, and everything happens for a reason. You know, that yeah. was that was actually pretty good, and I I liked that. I liked how they actually handle blackout suit mixing the future and the past and you know going back and forth and then the alternative endings it has like five six different endings
1: yeah i remember that that was pretty cool and then i i'm just now remembering that like event sevenfold was in that game and I, at the time
0: yeah.
1: i used to that band and i thought that was like the coolest shit ever what other bands do you actually listen to um a lot man that's actually like you know, most people think that, like, people that make dubstep or any genre of music, that's kind of like their main thing that they listen to on the daily. But from what I, like, all my friends, like, we, we mostly listen to, like, other genres yeah. outside of what we make on a daily basis. Like, me, myself, I, I listen to metal and rap mostly daily. So, like, other bands I would listen to is, like, Bring Me the Horizon, uh, The Word Alive, We Came as Romans, Upon a Burning Body, uh, Bad Omens. Like stuff like that, you know, a lot of the classic rock, like or it would. I, sorry, I can't talk. I don't think it'd be considered classic rock, but like Tool, Perfect Circle, Godsmack, Corn, wow, stuff like that. Like, I really love rock and metal in general, probably more than any other genre, honestly.
0: I mean. Believe it or not, dubstep com- comes from the roots of uh of rock overall. You know, like everything that you listen to dubstep, it, it's all a kick and snare, and that's basically all basic elements from from rock. Even the closest thing you can get from the dubstep to rock was probably the alternatives metal. Yeah,
1: yeah, I've always said that too. Like it's kind of like the like dubstep is like the stepping stone between like metal and like electronic music. Like people always go from like metal to dubstep and then they branch out to like house techno, you know? like Yeah. Not not all the time, obviously, but like in most cases, from what I've seen, like all of EDM Twitter used to be like a metalhead. You know what I mean?
0: Ah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I remember, remember, I can tell you, like, I literally grew up listening to rock music. I, I was very influenced by a lot of genres, but rock was always the one that stick, stick up with me the most mostly punk rock and my two bands that i grew up listening to was blink 182 and linkin park like, Nice, yeah like, i fucking love both those bands and linkin park to me i have it in my heart all the way because that was like i know like the original albums from hyper fury and meteora like i listen to those songs even to this day religiously yeah, i do too those are
1: actually like the only two albums that i really like from Linkin park they like i can appreciate the other stuff but those two albums I'm, i don't know maybe it's like nostalgia but they just kind of speak to me you know and especially yeah. like i remember being like seven years old walking around uh with my cd player and i had hybrid Yo. theory in there like i would just i would just bump that like all day every day wherever i was like we're wherever my mom would take me i'd just be there like in my earphones jamming you know
0: dude the CD so, player you just took me back bro i remember th- when i had that the album i was in my i was in the sixth grade at the time man yeah yeah i, w- I was pretty yeah i'm i'm old right now but I, yeah back then when i got that album that was like my birthday gift from a friend and bro i i had that along with other bunch of other cds and that little carpet cd wallet that you we used to have back then, then i know exactly
1: what you're talk about
0: <laughs> yeah and whenever we finish we just switch it up to to the cd which is like boop boop boop, boop. yep Oh, <laughs> <Well>, those sunny <laughs> like, walkmans, man
1: i never had a Walkman. I, the cd players as early as i went but i also remember having like an mp3 player like a little what was it, like 120 megabytes? Like, I don't know how I ever stored my music on 120 megabytes. Like nowadays, that's like, what, like three fucking songs? Like <laughs> like, when, like when you export something from Ableton, like that's like.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, no, like 80 megabytes, something like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, like there's no way I'm fitting my jams on a little mp3 player like that these days i really don't know how i used to do it but man that takes me back to like what a time what a
0: time when everything was much more simpler you know yeah and like zunes
1: and stuff you remember zunes oh hell yeah i used to have a zune i used to have one too those things were fucking cool like i i, I couldn't ever afford or my parents never wanted to get me an ipod so i was just like all right zune you know <laughs> like it was the, the coolest alternative and it was still pretty cool like i used to love that fucking
0: thing. absolutely that it was one of the reasons why i had to get myself a pc laptop because i only had um macs all the way and then I, didn't, I i didn't have anywhere else to put my music on so i had to get myself a a laptop pc for so i can actually download zoom and then i could put all the, my music into zoom and then i could just like walk around with it man
1: yeah, dude, man, it was so different back then. Like, I also used to, like, kind of, it's funny, but I'm sure everyone used to do it. Uh, do you remember LimeWire?
0: <laughs> do, I, do I remember? <laughs> Al- allegedly, I'm putting this allegedly. I used to have LimeWire, allegedly. Yeah, I, I may or may not
1: have had it myself and <laughs> may or may not have gotten... Thousands of songs from
0: there, but <laughs> <laughs> we now oh my god! I remember I was I only allegedly had it for for music, and m- because I used to live in Puerto Rico my whole life. Um, the, most of the time I just allegedly download um uh, reggaeton music. You know, just get the latest reggaeton songs out there before it comes out and whatnot. And then people were telling me that Ooh, you can actually download. Mm, Movies and music videos and whatnot. The problem were is like it took so much to download, and the Wi-Fi or the internet at that time it wasn't that fast. So it it's like you had to leave it on for the entire night. I was like, nah, I wasn't gonna go for that. I'm just gonna stick it to my to my music. But allegedly, I found some. I remember I found some some porn videos back then. <laughs> and I, nice. I, I was just like, "Oh shit! What is this?" Like, "Oh, oh, oh, okay, yeah, I can see this. Yeah, cool. All yeah, right."
1: I I actually went down that road. Like, uh, I would down. I'd try to download movies anyway. Sometimes, like, I'd like try to download like episodes of South Park or something. Because at the time, the the Yo, PSP.
0: Was, was oh yeah, the PSP, and you can put all that stuff in the PSP.
1: Yeah, so I would like I would try to download as much like stuff I could watch on the PSP as possible and just stuff it in that little like I had like a four gigabyte uh, card for it. And some of them like it would be listed as like South Park episode, blah, blah, blah. And then you open it and it's just like porn and you're like, what the fuck?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you just took me back even further. down on the PSP.
1: Yeah, do you that ahead of its time? Honestly,
0: it was ahead of its time, man. I love that. That. That fame, man. I, for me, that was like probably the best fame that Sony has ever come up, and, and was on par with Nintendo's shit.
1: Yeah, dude. If they would like tackle that market again, I think they could really do it these days with the tech they have. But you know, whatever. Like I remember, like all the games. Like they had like Need for Speed, God of War. They even had like Mortal Kombat on there. Uh, Metal the little, Gears. Like, yeah, they had Metal Gear. There was like a bunch of cool indie games that you could find. Like one was one of them was called Patapon. It's, like, yeah. A little, rhythmic matching game like that game was fucking cool i missed the playing that game
0: they also added the. Um, i remember that was like the first time they had that feature of remote playing like you can play your playstation free games through your PSP by remote play
1: yeah i never got got to do that just because my internet was so trash but it seemed like a really cool feature
0: I, I, like you said it was ahead of its time man like, yeah. r- like right now, if that would have come out right now, it would have be perfect. And that would be a steady market because how many times people want to play their PlayStation games now, but from work or from from, you know, school, from whatever. And they just want to remote play from there, you know, like everybody would have done it by now, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's possible. I know it's possible because uh, have you heard of that Steam Deck? It's like a. Yeah, I've yeah, heard it from Steam. yeah. Yeah, like, if they could do it, I'm damn sure Sony could do it. Like, that'd be pretty cool, but PlayStation-exclusive titles just, like, on the go, that'd be fucking sick.
0: God damn, bro. Imagine me at work, everybody's doing their thing, well, I'm just, like, right now playing my PlayStation just like, yeah, yeah, I got you. I mean, exactly, bro. Like, <laughs> I'll get to it when I get to it. <laughs> damn, bro. I remember all that stuff from back then, from PSB to CDs. I remember my first iPod was, like, You know, one that that you can actually start putting videos in it. And it was this little small, little rectangular iPod and you put and you can put videos in it. I saw all the South Park episodes from there. The brick, like the fucking. (laughs) Yeah, because remember, the original iPod was a brick. But the later it came down, you know, doing the iPod mini, iPod shuffle. And then and then all of a sudden they went much more flattener, And then they say like, oh, yeah now you can watch video your favorite videos and movies on the ipod it's like word it's like yeah 60 gigabytes of heart of heart space i'm like what i can watch a movie from my upper from here
1: pretty cool like my personally me my first ipod was the nano a oh, little cool. uh, it was the iteration where they first added a camera in it i don't know why like i i personally like looking back i never used that camera on the nano for anything mm-hmm. like it was damn near useless to have but it was cool at the time you know i was a kid like oh look i got a camera on my like you know what i mean and then after that i upgraded to the first gen ipod touch which later i guess became like the iphone
0: yo i remember the ipod touch as well afterwards yeah yeah did they
1: still make those is that still a thing nah. or ipod in general is that like- oh
0: ipod in general yeah I'm got, Hold on. I'm not going to tell you any lies. So let me fat check it for one moment. Hold on. iPod. Got you. I'm looking at it. Oh, wow. You're shitting me. They Does still continue or what? No, they still do iPod touch. Oh, that's pretty cool. Starting at starting at $200. Damn. Which now comes up to 256 gigabytes of storage. iPod touch. Cool. Yeah. That's- wow. So they, they. All right. So no more iPods. Per se, now it's more touch. Everything has to be touch. iPhone, i i iPad, Mac. Yeah, one thing I, I understand is that if you got everything touch, how can you haven't designed a MacBook that you can literally touch the screens? Like Windows already has that on their tablets or even a regular laptops. How can you guys haven't made that?
1: yeah my laptop is touchscreen honestly i personally never use it i i i have a really expensive uh racer gaming laptop and no. it, added, like, it added like almost a thousand dollars onto the price tag to do the 4k touchscreen and at the time i was like fuck yeah let's do it like i'll i'll pay it you know it's nothing but a thing but now like i literally never use the touchscreen i forget that it's even touchscreen <laughs> <laughs> so
0: more of a luxury at that point you know yeah it's i mean it's cool sometimes
1: like it, the only thing i feel like it helps out with is when i'm being lazy and i have like my laptop on my chest i yeah. can just like you know what i mean
0: <laughs> coincidentally we're we're in the same boat my brother I yeah have, i have a racer blade Stealth 15 okay yeah, dude is it the touchscreen as well no nah, it's not touchscreen <laughs> yeah it's a laptop it's a laptop but it's like by far one of the most powerful laptops i've ever owned in my entire life like Laptops I used to own was first was probably my first laptop PC, which was a compact. I didn't real, I didn't at that time I didn't realize about HD qualities or or RAM or hard drives. I just couldn't care. I just needed one for for college. Then I upgraded myself to my MacBooks, and I had like two or three MacBooks before I completely went PC all the way. Now I got my my Razer Blade and holy shit is like the best thing i ever built man like i just built it right there from the website i just like i want this laptop to have this 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 and this
1: exactly me too like i I just went with the uh, absolute highest end
0: specs that they had available for the laptop and i was like all right let's do it yeah cost me like a like 1800 my
1: i have this i have the 17 so it cost me like 3800 i think
0: i may as well have yeah, I may as
1: well have just bought a PC, I'm realizing, like, more and more as <laughs> it passes. But, because, like, my my whole logic behind it is, like, yeah, I'm going to have, like, this fucking supercomputer, and it's right. going to be portable. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sure you know, like, I don't know about the 15, but the 17, like, unless it's plugged in, this thing is useless. Like, I, I can do, like, basic scrolling on it, but anything that actually, like, gaming or, like, producing, anything like that, like, no, it's not happening unless I have, a power source,
0: dude. For some god knows reason, I think it's a razor frame because every time if I unplug my laptop, dude, the battery itself drains like a motherfucker.
1: Yeah, like I, I probably get like an hour and a half if I'm lucky. If I'm lucky, power.
0: yeah. If I'm lucky, I yeah. get an hour, hour and a half, maybe, you know. And if I have it on the uh, brightness low, and you know, and if I'm not using the internet and it's just you know me on the Ableton, that's probably like as good as it gets i'm like god damn as powerful as it is but i can see why it drains so much like like all the components that were shitting on on this laptop itself bro like i can see why
1: yeah but but at the same time i'm just like damn like that should be something that they would you think that they would work on or like
0: yeah you know like and 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 i was with you at that point i was like the reason why I need a powerful laptop is like, okay, I can work here and I can work somewhere else, you know, and I could just like yeah, do my pin exactly. and it's going to be flawless all the time, you know? But like when that battery drains like a motherfucker, it's like, holy shit, bro. I have to leave it here plugged in into my home. Like I can't, can't take it anywhere. And if I do take it somewhere, I have to bring the charger and it needs to be charged because if not, it's like, it's going to be dumb zone, you know? Yeah, I, I had I bought like a whole bag for like bringing my charger everywhere I go. Like I'm I'm honestly I want to buy a new charger because like
1: the way my desk is set up, I have to like reach behind it and like plug. You know, like it's it's a little pain in the ass to plug yeah. it in and out. And then like whenever I gotta go somewhere, I'm usually like, man, fuck it, I don't need the laptop that bad. Like I'm not see, about to unplug all that shit.
0: See, and th- and that point, uh instead of me going doing that, I just buy an extra uh, charger. It's like I don't care how much it costs at that point. Like as long as I have an extra charger right here. And I can leave this one here without going like.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's that's where I'm at right now. Like I'm, yeah. I'm so close to doing it just because I'm tired of digging in here. I'm my shit. Oh, com- bro. Coming back the next day. Like
0: it's, it's, <laughs> it's going to be a stress relief once you have your second charger. Believe me and try to buy it from from these people from Razor, because my problem was that I bought one that was like. One of those, I wouldn't say it was a cheapo, but it was one of those Amazon brands once. And I've noticed some things about it that every time I plug it in, there's like little sparky coming out of from the from the port. And I was like, oh shit!
1: Yeah, that's not good.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe that was the reason why it fucked up my my battery. I don't know. For me using it that many times, I don't know. That's why I'll tell everybody: it's like if you're getting the Razer laptop, make sure you buy. Two charges, like the one that's coming with you and an extra one from Razer, because yeah, I got the Amazon. and I regret it, but because um, right now I'm not I'm not taking my laptop anywhere else. Like I have it here as like my main PC, you know, and it's stationed here as my main PC until until I get a until I until I move in with my fiance and we get ourselves our own place, and then I can actually. Set up my studio room slash game room overall. That's where I'll invest myself. I'm getting myself a new PC, you know, tower and build it however I want it. But for now, like this is my main shit. Like, and whatever else that I need, like my workplace, thank, thank God my workplace, they gave me a, a working laptop. So I just used a, their working laptop, man. I could just take it home and go use it anywhere else if I wanted to.
1: Okay. Yeah. My, my thing is my main. Like I work from home as well. Mm. Uh, and I'd have like my laptop here and then my work PC over here. So like if I don't want to use my laptop I can just use my work PC or Yeah. If I need to take the laptop I can, you know, but for the most part I really don't anymore these days. Yeah. I just take take everything I need on a flash drive and I'm like, all right, I'd just rather upload it somewhere else like than right. bring the whole shit with me.
0: Right, exactly. And yeah, and if you ever wanna use something or you wanna use Ableton or any other DAWs or stuff like that, then you could just use it on the other on the other one, you know? But at least yeah. you have like at least you have a main one that it's still function, you know, and it's still alive and breathing and kicking it still, you know?
1: Oh yeah, this thing's kicking like a champ, dude. I love this thing so much.
0: Yeah, bro. Racer actually kudos for those guys shout out to them um i think it was like uh it was probably noisia and someone else someone i totally forgot that actually got me convinced like maybe i should invest some razor you know and i don't regret it man i don't regret it man i was actually i was getting close up doing a alien wear but the, i didn't i didn't do it because i have a I don't know i just I don't, i'm not saying that i don't have a bad history with dell products it's just like i don't like their functionalities you know and sometimes dell products like come very cheapo because it's so universally used by corp corporations and like companies and whatnot so it's like i don't feel like they're using it for for full performances they're more of a regular basic computer that you can just put it to everyone else, you know? Yeah. I feel that.
1: So. I, I actually got mine. Uh, I saw a Borgor like I, I watched like him produce on like live one day and he had one and i was like damn that the you know the logo on the back like yeah. it just looked cool as fuck i was like damn yeah. what is that yeah you know? and i looked more into it and then i like read up on this one and i saw like the like metal black finish that it has and it just kind of like at the time i was like dude that's fucking awesome and i read the specs and everything and i was like dude this is this is the one like i need this because before this i had like some hp uh you know just some basic like 200 hp right. laptop and i downloaded like the ableton trial on that and it started like shitting itself so i was like all right yeah this isn't gonna work like i need something (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) but surprisingly i remember in the times that i used my macbook pros like even though i remember back then i used to have like the bare minimum it still surprisingly worked amazingly with ableton i didn't know how but it yeah It really does a lot of my buddies like
1: when we're at shows and we're like in the green room like they're just sitting there producing and i don't it's flawlessly running like regardless of how much shit they have going on like channels plugins it's just kicking like a champ it's really impressive honestly
0: see it's one of those few moments in which i can give props to apple for what they are like they actually want to make sure they they'll sell you a great product with great quality you know like they're not they're not not giving you a two thousand dollar laptop for no reason like no they're giving you a two thousand laptop to make sure that you can use it to its full potential and still running with it you know
1: yeah and you could also like i've seen people like do like lightroom photoshop ableton all at one time and it's still like that's wow that's why i haven't seen that wow
0: that's impressive. Like, it's crazy,
1: especially like the new ones like that M1 chip. I hear that that's like goaded at the moment for Apple users like it's just so much faster. I don't really know much about what it does or how much faster it is, but it sounds like it's fucking awesome.
0: I mean, most of it has to do with the processor. Like the, the processor is like the bread and butter for for all the MacBooks because everything else is like solid state drive hard drives. That could be another something that's read and write all at the same time like this on a faster speed then your regular yeah. fusion drives and RAMs. I mean, if you put a sixteen gigabyte RAM, it runs fast. If you upgrade it to thirty two, like that's that's a that's a that's a laptop for the gods.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I don't know too much about like the tech side. Honestly, I'm still very new into all of it, mm-hmm. but but it just seems like they know what they're doing with those.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, so I, that's why I just give them their props because you know when it comes to quality they got it they got it but yeah definitely. but because i i work for both different worlds like i use pc as much as i use um mac i can see both of the pros and cons on each side and i can see why for a lot of people it's much more effective to stay with pc than than a mac and more, one of the reasons very simple one is that if you ever decide to upgrade, you don't have to spend another eighteen grand to get yourself another laptop. Like you can just upgrade it from right here from your own laptop on the PC. Like on my on my Razer, I can upgrade my Razer. It's not sixteen gigabytes. If I want to do sixteen gigabytes of RAM, if I want to upgrade it to thirty-two, I'm allowed to. And this shit will just like boost its speed like like it was nothing, you know. And if I wanna change my hard drive, I can change my hard drive to a bigger so it's one of those benefits that owning a PC that you you're allowed that you allow and can do that you can't do on a Mac, you know, and a Mac now and now these Macs nowadays, what I hate about it is that now they smolder all their all of their components and their hard drives. And when I say smolder, when you look at the on a circuit board, like a chip, you know? And inside that chip, you got like other stuff like you got the like the RAMs, you got the hard drives. They're all hooked up together. Right. I can easily replace one of them and then put another one. But now how they're coming with it, because now they're much more thinner. It's not it's no longer like like this big. Now it's like this big. The for them to solve that issue, for them to be much more slim, they decided that. Whatever that is easy to detach from the circuit boards, let's just smolder in. Smoldering means like I need to melt the metal and make sure that it's like stick to it all the way to the end. You feel me? Yeah. So like when it's smaller like this, you cannot remove it. You cannot because if you do it, then you'll break it. And that sounds like a hassle to deal with. Oh, bro, it's it's a hassle. I had to open up computers and whatnot, and and you know I have to explain it to the person. It's like, yo, like I can't do anything because this shit is like, like you had to take it to Apple Care at that point. You know, I mean, if you have Apple Care, like that's like the best investment you can have for a guarantee. That's like probably the only guarantee, um, that's worth purchasing.
1: Honestly. Even for like iPhones and stuff, like Apple Care really does come in clutch.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I don't know about iPhones per se, because most of the time, just go to a simple re- iPhone repair shop, and they'll just do it in like within minutes, like the same day. I'll have my phone back.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: But uh, but I'm with you. I'm pretty sure with Apple Care, if you have it on your phone, like oh shit, my iPhone X is done. Oh okay, well. There's no more iPhone X. We can give it to you for for a 12 if you want to. Yeah, like okay. Why not? <laughs> why not? I'm not going to say no to that. Sure. Give me give me some of that shit. Yeah, that actually happened to me with my
1: uh I had a 5S, the mm. square one for a while and then wow. I, I needed I needed to get a repair and then at the time is when the 10 came out and they were like, "Well, we can't really do anything, but here's an iPhone X." And I was like,
0: all right, like fuck it, that's cool. That's funny that you say that because that's more or less what happened to me. Yeah, bro. I had a, I had an iPhone 5s as well, and I had it for the longest time. And everybody was, I can see everybody upgrading to the ads and R and all this shit. I was like, I was like, nah, bro. Like, I want, I want my little button. I want my fucking little button.
1: Yeah, I, those phones felt so good in the hand, you know. Yeah,
0: like, and yeah. I, for the longest time. And then I don't remember. I think it was like, that I broke my phone or something. And I went to the shop and I was just like, um, yeah, we, it's going to be, it's going to take you a, like a lot of money to, sh- to fix it. I'm just like, fuck me. And that's where AT&T goes like, well, I mean, if you want, we can give it to you. We can give you the, the new iPhone nets for, for half the price that you will pay for this. I'm like, yeah, why yeah? not? You know, like, <laughs> I'll take it as well. It is what it is. I'll take it. I'm not going to say no to that. Fuck. Yeah.
1: I I love the iPhone X when I first had it. Like now I have a 12, I have a 12 pro. Um, but the iPhone X, like that thing did the job. I loved all the like new features that they had. Like at the time that was like the new generation of iPhone or whatever, like,
0: yeah, I think it, that's like when when the whole face recognition ID started to pop up, you know? And that's where everybody yeah. was like, oh shit, iPhone Nets. Yeah, I definitely wanna be involved with that shit.
1: Yeah, and the camera was like a significant upgrade from the, uh, I think it was the eight,
0: was the yeah, last one before? Yeah, the eight was the before that one. Yeah, the camera. I remember they skipped nine. Yeah, I don't know why they skipped nine. They should have kept it like, if they were gonna keep it like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. But then again, then again, when they made the iPhone, the original iPhone, they skipped 2 and they just went straight to free, 3GS and 4, 4GS, four you know.
1: I think that was based off of the signal though, wasn't it? Like at the time like 3G and 3GS was like the fastest internet you could have and like now it's all the way up to like 5. Yeah. 5G LTE.
0: 5G LTE, right? Yeah, I, 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 still, <laughs> I still I still still kick it with my um with my iPhone nets are even to yeah. this day. He, it looks he, like it's in good condition too. Oh, absolutely, bro. Absolutely. I, I, that's a thing. I do take care of my technology. Like when it comes to hardware stuff, like I make sure that I take good care of it because I've learned from mm-hmm. past mistakes. I remember back in the day when I was DJing in any of these wedding parties or, you know, prompts and whatnot that I had to break my own equipment. I had to break my own amplifier comp- and compressor turntables, speakers, you know, all that shenanigans. I remember that one of my turntables fell. Oh my God. And I could not get the jog wheel right, but eventually it did. But what fucked up was the CD pack. It could not eject. Oh, that sucks, dude. Yeah. So imagine DJing on a a wedding with one turntable. Yeah. (laughs) I (laughs) mean, I... I mean, I pulled it through. Thank God at the time, um, thank God at the time, I had Serato. So I, it, it was kind of weird DJing with one turntail on Serato, but I managed to pull through because all I had to do was just hook it up and then the next the next song, I just like duplicated on the other channel and then when it's done, I could just replace the, the, the next song and it just like seamlessly like play faded fade it out like that. Yeah,
1: that's pretty smart.
0: Nice. <sighs> it, I call I call myself innovation at that time. It's like, yeah, this is exactly why I'm an audio engineer. It just fits the problem right there when I least expected. You know? Yeah, impressive. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, man. I mean, it, it, it's it's years of trying to fix problems right there in the spot. You know, that didn't came from last week that I learned how to do this. Like, no, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I can imagine.
0: I live. I I I wouldn't say it's a it's a curse, but it's or a blessing I'm, I'm like right there in the middle ground that m- i'm trained enough to be on standby all day every day even right now i'm on standby that if anything happens like i'm here to fix it nice like uh the other day i was interviewing um sam Se- Sem- sammy semi duds, brandon yeah shout, shout out brandon shout out Sammy Duds. yeah shout out to him man cool guy man i i love him. Dude, at the first hour of our conversation, it was juicy. It was juicy Like we were talking smack about stuff, you know? Even even we were calling out about certain people out there because people do dirty to me for God knows reason. I don't know why, because I'm an idiot, I guess. But it was juicy shit. And I noticed that at my OBS meter that, you know, my mic volume meter wasn't going up, but his was. So it's like, hold on one moment. I took a pause. And then I listened to the video that I recorded, and dude, my mic was off the whole time, the whole <laughs> time. So imagine in an hour conversation that we were just so into it, like we just sink in back and forth. That you know, it was good convo. No, Did you just lost it all. <laughs> I deleted it because it was just like, holy fuck, bro. Like his end was okay, but mine, it was just basically me talking without a mic. Like nothing oh. was hearing. You couldn't yeah, hear nothing. Smart. Oh my God, I was just so pissed off, bro, at that time, bro. I just could not believe it. And I was just like trying to think of how the fuck am I gonna fix this right now? We just into an hour. We can't go back again to that hour because it was just so flawless. Yeah. Hey, we can't go ahead and reverse it back. Cause it's, like, it's gonna feel awkward when we try to get to those moments ago. And then my quick thinking, I just like went into the settings and then fixed it. And then That's after- like- and then afterwards, he and I when i went again to another deep conversation and we spent three hours talking
1: yeah i love him dude i could speak to him all day he's such an interesting person you know what i mean like oh like, yeah have you, have you seen like his tiktoks lately Do you no him on TikTok?
0: no yeah. I, I have to follow him on tiktok i did ask him to send me all his social media so i can actually put it on the description of the episode uh, by the way i have to ask for your promo pig as well <laughs>
1: oh yeah i'm sorry i forgot to send that yeah. i'll send it after
0: this yeah no no problem man um yeah i i ask him so i can actually follow him and put it on the scripture, but nah like i haven't seen his on um, tiktok videos what he got there he uh so he worked
1: in like a gas station i guess or like a yeah a
0: cigarette tobacco
1: shop yeah, yeah yeah and he uh he just kind of like every day he he's just like griping about something on his on his tiktok but he does it in such like a funny way like he'll be like i don't know what's what's an example he'll be like someone comes in and then they ask for like a marble i don't know i I can't do it like he can you know like he just the way he does it is and he he uses like the same little funny song in the background like yeah it's just something you gotta watch it's so funny like he's a fucking Uh, hilarious guy
0: (laughs) dude we we were just going back and forth on our interview man and that shit was just like it's funny because he and i have so many Similarities when we were coming up and our shit, you know. It was just like, Dan, like I feel like you're a brother of mine because you, you and I got so many things in common and and we can understand each other's struggles and pains that we had to endure for, you know. It's just it was it was just a great <laughs> conversation. And obviously, when we throw out little jokes and stabs here and there, we were just like, Oh shit, bro. <laughs> we're bad people, aren't we? It's like, yeah, I think I think we are. <laughs> Yeah, I love that guy. Shout him out. Shout it out, man. Shout out to Semi, bro. Um, But yeah, one thing I was actually going to ask you, bro, like what actually prompted you to become a producer? Because it's very interesting, you know, hearing for your name itself, Destroy Ya from the Kaijus, you know? Godzilla universe. Hell yeah. So what actually got you into making music overall?
1: Uh, so it started like with my... I really used to love like i you know i was exposed to like skrillex way back in the day when that was like a big when Wee! he first came out with his uh, his first album yeah you know, at the time i was like wow this is cool music you know like what what the fuck is even happening and then around that same time a lot of like the metal bands that i would listen to tried to like do that same like integration of like electronic music such as like icy stars the browning uh casino madrid you know bands Yo. like that they had like the the synth Along with like the breakdowns and stuff, and like right. little dubstep parts or whatever. And I, I thought it was cool, you know, I just didn't know like where to look for it. And then, uh, like I started listening to like Dead Mouse and stuff like that. So I got really into like his genre of what would that be like, techno, progressive yeah, houses? Yeah, it's
0: yeah. it, it, Dead Mouse is very odd because it's, yeah, it, it falls into techno, but at the same time, it's more progressive, like some progressive house, some progressive trance or progress of tech like i don't know but it's yeah it's right there in that corner
1: i kind of started there and i really fucked with his music and then he he came out with that four four times four equals 12 or something like that best album
0: he's ever made bro
1: hands down i loved that album so much and mind you at the time i had no idea anything about electronic music Mm -hmm. and then like fast forward to uh 20 2017 uh i went to my first ever event which was sun city music festival in mm. in el paso and i i saw a borgor set and then i also saw like uh dubs and uh like gta and i don't know i saw those sets and i just kind of knew immediately like i was like 17 at the time i was like fuck this is exactly what i want with my life like whether it be like go, coming to these shows like partying or like yeah maybe someday being a DJ, being up there like this, this is the coolest shit I've ever seen, you know? And then, uh, I started by kind of like, I downloaded an app on my iPhone that was like a, a DJ app. Like you could load in your sound, your SoundCloud likes into the decks, and then you can just like DJ on, on your phone. Really? Much. Yeah. And I learned how to, I taught myself how to like beat match and, you know, do all that shit on this app on my phone. Right. I came out with my first mix, which is actually still up on my SoundCloud. It's called Wobbles Volume One. I made that mix entirely from my phone. And then, um, God damn. Eventually, I just got comfortable enough on my phone to where I was like, all right, now I can da- buy like actual decks. And I bought a little DDJ 400 and I, I kind of like took the next step, learned how to do all that. And then uh, once I felt comfortable enough in DJing, I was like, all right, well, what now, you know? And then I get naturally producing is the next step so in 2020 when the whole pandemic hit yeah and there was nothing to do other than you know war zone with the homies or like go to the gym or, or not even i couldn't go to the gym you know like i would just go out and run like around my neighborhood or whatever
0: right I just, I just
1: got kind of bored and i was like you know what i may as well download the ableton trial and at the time they were giving like the incentive of like nine uh, 90 days free with like the full ableton suite oh down. shit and i I downloaded that i just kind of started trying to like throw shit together you know at the time it was nothing but like samples and you know like the worst music you've ever fucking heard but (laughs) i i kind of like i started making friends in the scene um and just kind of like honed my skills from them like shout out my my homies man shout out cause shout out m-rated shout out martini all those guys they kind of like we all kind of push each other to be the best we can be and i met that little group of people and i made a i started a song with m-rated which is my first song that i ever came out with and it's it's the only song i have out on honestly on my soundcloud but yeah i guess i just to answer your question i just really fell in love with the music and like the scene and eventually i kind of got over being like a a fan of the music and kind of wanted to be a part of like the actual music Mm. side Know what I mean, like, yeah. I just wanted to m- have my own shit. I wanted to feel that what it feels like to have people react with something that you made. I just kind of wanted to, like, give other people the same escape that this music has been giving me. You know what yeah. I mean? Nah, I d- guess that's kind of like where it
0: that's actually pretty good, man. And believe it or not, that I had a similar path like that as well when I started out in my early days back in 2014 when I actually want to go full throttle with the dubstep scene, you know, because damn, I, I, yeah, I've been listening to dubstep since, you know, Skrillex days as well. And Skrillex, Samboy ha- and Rob Swire from Pendulum and Knife Party are like basically like my idols, dude. And I've met two out of the three of those people, you know. Really? Who? Which I met Skrillex three times in my life and I shook his hand and had conversations and it was pretty... And Zomboy uh, twice in the same year and had longer conversations with him.
1: That's fucking sick, dude. Yeah, dude. I, I, hope, I hope I get the chance to meet either one of or any of those that you just listed. uh Me personally, I love fucking Pendulum, Rob Swire, like <laughs> Knife Party, especially. Knife Party was another, like, around the same time that I was getting into Dead Mouse. Like, I heard yeah. Knife Party. And they came out with, like,. Uh, or i think it was it had already been released
0: but that uh internet is, friends is it, is it rage valley oh yeah funny? the rage valley ep yeah
1: yeah i heard that ep and i was like dude holy shit this is fucking awesome and then that to internet friends and then i heard like the funny i actually heard uh the internet friends vip cuz it was on a they had edm death machine on need for speed rivals oh for real oh
0: yeah and really I- a rivals
1: and I heard that song on there and I was like, damn, what is this? Like, this is fucking awesome. And I looked up that EP and I was like, Oh, of course it's knife party. And then that internet friends VIP was on the same EP or the same. That song was on the same EP. Yeah. And
0: started- al- along with, um, it was along with, uh, power. It was El- yeah. Power and Elrad. Yeah. El- oh my but, God. Elrad. Yeah. Elrad was fire.
1: Yeah. That shit is, it goes hard. Like I remember hearing that like at a festival and it just,
0: blew my fucking mind dude and i and that that track itself is like it's very conflicted with me because it's like i don't know which part do i like more do i like more the first drop or the second drop
1: me personally i like the first just because the energy like when that shit hits yeah. it's just like oh yeah like it's exactly like just straight like
0: <laughs> yeah let just go and it's and i think it's like that first kick and then it gives you like a swoop to go
1: uh, i love that shit so much
0: yeah bro I, again i got conflicted because i don't know which one's my favorite because the second one just goes as hard as the first in a sense that it just goes faster yeah. this is like yeah yeah oh my god they actually okay. were gods when it comes to complex bro i think that's one of the early days in which is like like knife party going with that whole dub set and just mash it up into house it was just like i think that was when the new era of base house started to pop out and i i jumped in, in that wave
1: yeah basically that is that is kind of around the same time that like jaws and like ghastly and a lot of those like yeah. base house really emerge it's kind of crazy that like we've we like watched all that, you know, like they used to be like six PM on like the side stage and now they're like headliners, you know what I mean? Dude. See how crazy, crazy. that is? Like, you know, like just a few years of like dedication, hard work, and straight up bangers will get you like on top of the planet. It's pretty crazy.
0: Yo. And I and I remember some of those guys when like you said, in that stage, you know, in that different stage, that's not even the main one, and they still rocking and kicking and it. Then now you see them like, like, yeah, now they're big, big, big guys.
1: Yeah, like main stage EDC kind of shit. like
0: Yeah, some ridiculously I remember the when Marshmallow started to pop off, you know?
1: Yeah, dude, I, I actually I don't know. I'm sure it's common knowledge by now that he has like two projects or whatever. But his previous project I, I really fucking liked because he, like, yeah, he was like affiliated. Yeah, he was like affiliate with like by and like Jaws and all them. Yeah, exactly. Like, like trap shit that he used to make is like i used to fucking love that stuff you dude.
0: dot com back then was was nasty but i felt like it wasn't gonna take him that far yeah
1: like the marshmallow obviously genius like yeah i can't imagine how much that guy rakes in especially like the music the like Fortnite, all that stuff you
0: know like Bro, he's at this point, he's a celebrity now. He's no longer like uh, like you see him as a DJ, like everyone even including their mothers, know who Marshmallow is, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. He he's like at the top with like A-listers,
0: probably. Yeah, no, he's 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 probably as big as an A-lister as Squirts is, as Diplo is, you know. Like you can yeah. put him next to Bieber and, and you'd be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Bieber and Marshmallow, yeah, of course, you know. Yeah, exactly. Like he's he's gone that big and 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 it's funny guys I forgot I was having this conversation with somebody from the show and we were talking about you know how Marshmallow jumping into that whole future bass wagon and now he's making dubstep
1: yeah I I think it's cool like a lot of the stuff he's he's been coming out with lately like that I don't know if you've heard his Eptic collab with uh, yeah G- yeah that shit's hard I, I fucked with that track it's pretty sick
0: I just right no, no, I was just saying that, you know, that Eptic collab was just fire, but I felt like it was more of an epic than Marshmallow.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like I, how do I say this without sounding like negative or like a hater, but <laughs> I feel like most of his big collabs with like these other producers are pretty hard carries. I don't know, I could be wrong
0: no like no decided- you're, you're, you're not you're not far off of it like i know some of the i know some of the people that was in his last album and his last album was like a bunch of a lot of collapse i can tell you for sure like at least the grand majority of them were more mostly more made by the person than him it was more of him slapping his name and put it in the album and call it a day
1: which is cool because i mean otherwise like these artists wouldn't be like like yeah. the general General mass wouldn't have ever heard who Eptic was, you know. But yeah. like, because, because it's a marshmallow track as well, like all these people across the world are listening to it. You know what I mean?
0: I'm I'm with you at that. Like, as a as a business person, I fuck with it. I was like, holy shit, bro! You're bring you're bringing all these people into an novel and you know, getting nominated by Grammys and shit. And now everybody in the world knows who are these people as well. I fuck with it. It's business business wise, it makes sense. Like, yeah. You will definitely want to put, let me do the whole project and Marswell can just slap his name on it and I'll be like, all right, cool. All right, cool.
1: Yeah, I, I personally, I'd be cool with that too. Like that's exposure. Like that's fucking crazy.
0: Oh yeah. On a different level, bro. The exposure itself will just get you like what you need. You know, it, it's one of those times when you, when you, when you have to think like, all right, ego wise, do want to want to be big by myself or do I want to be big non- fence to these people's help, you know. Oh yeah, I'm down with that because, like, if these guys are gonna take me to that level, I'm yeah. Let me just go with this. Fuck that, I don't give a shit. And it's because of that we'll open doors for many other uh, possibilities and opportunities that may come up in my in my lane.
1: Exactly. So I think that's pretty sick.
0: Unfortunately, there's like I've I've seen and heard a lot of people that. Maybe it's ego-wise, they don't fuck with that a lot, but obviously it's more of a kitty shit, you know, like, more like, oh, that's very unethical, you know, that he doesn't do his own work and shit like that. I'll tell you what, I used to think like that back then until I I took a grasp of how the industry really works, and I'd be like, okay, now I see how things work. Like, I if you want to go with it, like, you have to go with it, you know? You can't go yeah. against it, because it's, it's not going to get you far, so... When I talk to these people, I have to explain it very fairly. It's like, yo, you have to understand, at the end of the day, it's business. Like, chill. Miller comes uh, knocking down your doors, and he tells you, like, hey, uh, I need a song, but it has to be written under my name. It's going to be slapped under my name, but you get this amount of money, and I'm going to tell everybody else that you made it, and you're going to get royalties out of it and producer credits. Are you done with it? Your name is not going to be there. Everybody's going to know this is Marshmallow's song, but you're going to get everything else. Are you going to do it? Yeah,
1: I, I would do it. Like, why not? You know?
0: Exactly. Exactly. This is the thing that I tell people. It's like, bro, like, take the fucking opportunity. This is, this is not the time for you to say, nah, fuck that. I'm all about original shit. Like, I don't fuck with people who ghost produce. It's like, nah, 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 nah. Hold on, bro. Hold on. If I tell you that you're one of your favorite artists at Cision, use people to ghost produce his music, are you going to hate him? I mean, I, I, I respect
1: it in its own sense i guess like if that's what you choose to do you know that's you you know like i'm not gonna like shame you about it like right like i have friends that ghost produce other people's music like you know it, it's a bag you know My, like uh it's a bag yeah I, I won't say who who but like he t- he just told me yesterday that he makes 600 per record that he ghost produce and i'm just like well yeah why wouldn't you <laughs> you know like that's fucking awesome like
0: yeah i've g- i ghost produced before as well you know and Like, everybody has done Like, if you want to grab some bag out of it, get some names out there and let the doors open for many possibly opportunities, why not, bro? Go fucking do it. Get the money. At the end of the day, you need money to put food on your plate, right? You do what it takes, man. Even if it means ghost producing. Shit, there's a lot of people that I know they don't like the whole DJing aspect that they rather stay home and produce music because that fulfills them more. And DJing, and what they do is that they DJ from homes. They release music on their own, and they ghost produce a lot from various art- artists that they need their help. It's not in it for anybody, but it, you know, if you can get the job done, but hey, go for it, you know.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like it did all. It's whatever you want to do. Honestly, like.
0: Yeah, exactly, man. Now, like, how is it? How's the the industries has ever treated you as an artist? Um I mean
1: I'm still very like like I said the other day I'm a very small artist I I wouldn't even really say that I'm a part of the industry yet other than like my local scene Okay um but I mean it's been good like I kind of like I said like pandemic is whenever I really started taking this shit seriously and uh I actually used to go by Trippy Taco which is my my personal Instagram handle I just yeah. didn't know like what else to name myself so I started this project as Trippy Taco but then I kind of sat there and thought to myself like well no one's gonna take this seriously like what can i what's cool and i could build the whole brand off of and like boom destroy you know so that's whenever i started like pushing myself in the local scene and i was just kind of some random guy that i had never met any of these people like in dallas at least a lot of the local scene like everybody's friends with everybody or at the very least everybody knows each other you know what i mean so i was just like a random and like, I'm not going to lie. At first, I wasn't very accepted, I guess, by some. Okay. I remember I, I went through, like, rough patches with some people that kind of, like, gave me cold shoulders. But then I met, like, my group of friends. I met people that I really, like, genuinely clicked with and then started making all these connections. And then, like, I just started growing, I guess, here locally. And now I know, like, all the all the local promoters. Like, I'm good friends with some of them, you mm-hmm. know. Like, it's been it's been cool. Like, it's been a little journey over the past like two years, I wouldn't really have anything negative to say about it other than like the fact that I mean here locally in Dallas, like it's very hard to get a paycheck for DJing. Which mm. I understand. I mean if you're not like some well known artist that's pulling a crowd, you know, like mm. I okay. guess I understand it. But most of the time if you're not like, you know, one thousand, two thousand followers on SoundCloud here in Dallas, you're not getting paid. So like I've only ever been paid like twice twice three or three times out of all the times i performed here locally
0: okay you know what
1: i mean so i mean that kind of sucks and it sucks to see like my talented ass friends keep getting booked for free whenever they they have like a global fan base you know like yeah. I'm, I, I'm not gonna list any names promotion companies or artists but That's you know it, it just it, it just sucks to see you know i wish that aspect would change but mm. i get it like you said at in the end it's all business so
0: yeah mm. What's going on, everyone? one? If you guys made it all the way to the end of the episode and you feel kind of left out, like, why didn't the episode finish that? Like? Don't worry, guys. It's okay. The episode was way too big for me to put it in just one episode that I had to divide the episode because there was so many good content and so many good topics and discussions that it cannot be discussed under one episode, but had to divide it so we can always have brand new episodes with brand new topics every Friday. Always remember that. So be sure to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at the Lone Wolf Podcast for SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and of course, the YouTube channel at lonewolfpod.com that's right lonewolfpod.com where you can check all my latest episodes and always remember to comment down below let me hear your thoughts share your experiences if you guys got a certain topic that you want me to cover for the next episode please let me know on the comments down below and I'll do my best to do so so thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you guys in the next one